You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And we're back on Money Talk. I'm Andrew Work on Super Andrew Monday. Uh, now it's time for Your Money with Carolyn Wright. Carolyn is taking a look at how you can protect your business against the rising number of ransomware and extortion cases around the region. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Has your business ever fallen victim to a ransomware attack or even faced extortion demands? Well, sadly, you aren't alone if so. According to the cybersecurity company Palo Alto Networks, the number of ransomware and extortion cases in the Asia-Pacific region increased by 35% in 2022. I'm joined now by Ian Lim, who is Field Chief Security Officer Asia-Pacific for Palo Alto Networks, to find out more. Thank you for joining me, Ian. You're most welcome. So let's take a deeper dive into this. How much of an issue are ransomware and extortion attacks, particularly for SMEs, in Hong Kong nowadays? Well, let me start by answering the part of your question that has to do with the SMEs. I think there's a misconception that hackers target big companies and government entities, etc. And, you know, I'm a small, medium business, right? They're not going to target me. Who am I? The truth about it is that the hackers are very opportunistic and SMEs have a very low guard, right? They're not heavily invested in cybersecurity capabilities. Um, and most importantly, SMEs are in the supply chain of bigger companies and even to the government. So they make for very juicy targets. So that's the SME part of the question. Now, the question of whether it's an issue or not, if you look at the Hong Kong Computer Emergency Response Team, the CERT, um, they publish a quarterly statistics on security incidents for Hong Kong. Um, and if you look at 2021, it was hovering around 4,000 incidents. 2022 hits, Q1 was like 8,000 and then 10,000, and Q4 of 2022 was 16,000. So we're talking about a quadrupling effect, a four times, a four X effect of security incidents that's happening in Hong Kong. So yes, you know, I would say absolutely, this is a, an issue that people need to pay attention to. So let's get into the sort of tactics that these criminals are employing so that, you know, if you happen to be being targeted, you might recognize it. So tell us about that. Yeah. So it's very interesting now, this world of sort of cyber criminals, right? They are actually run like enterprises. And what we're talking about here is that there's this new model called ransomware as a service. Much like you're logging into Amazon to buy a product or, or et cetera, right? You can actually go in and subscribe to a ransomware service. So what that really means is that you don't have to be technically good. You can subscribe to the service and then find companies you want to attack, SMEs, for example, that have low guard and are a juicy target, and essentially use that service to attack that company. And that service, the ransomware asset service will provide support. They will provide a 1-800 number for you to call and figure out, okay, you know, it's not encrypting my victim's data. Can you help me out? And they, they actually do all that services. So what happens here is that it creates for a lot more attackers to be able to get in on, on attacking the victims, right? And and, and the, the company that are actually providing these services, they take a cut. So that's what's in it for them. 
Wow. I mean, that's that's pretty industrial scale we've got going on there. Yeah. Are there any specific sectors of industry that are being targeted more heavily than others that you're seeing? So at our company, we have a team of uh, about 200 threat intelligent researchers, right? Uh, that, 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 that unit's called Unit 42. And what they're seeing is that these ransomware folks are targeting high-tech companies, they're targeting manufacturing, they're targeting professional services like legal services and financial services, and they're targeting government entities. And the qualities that these ransomware artists are looking for, uh, these attackers are looking for, is that you're doing an urgent business. You're a manufacturing line, right? If I lock up your manufacturing capability, you are not making money. You're sitting still. And so the urgency, that, that, that time-based urgency, makes for good targets. And so those are the types of industry that they will target. Let's talk about how to spot these scams. I, I know that myself, I had three separate emails claiming to be from the Inland Revenue saying I was entitled to a tax refund. Now, these were clearly scams because, yeah. you know, they didn't have my name. The spelling was atrocious. They were from some email address that, that wasn't the Inland Revenue Department. Yeah. So for me, that was obvious. But let, let's talk about how an SME can spot these kind of scams incoming to them and um, how to avoid it. I actually have bad news for you. Um, you've heard of this little thing called ChatGPT. I have, right? I'm afraid. So, so they can write very professional looking emails now and, you know, and, and report and essays and, and they can even code for you, right? It's going to make it very, very hard to spot phishing emails. Um, the advice I usually give for phishing in particular is, you know, if something is urgent and if something is unusual, and if something is unexpected, then you really need to pause and then you need to check and confirm, right? So typically these emails are very, very, they, they just come at you and, and make you want to have to click on something, do something, right? And what I usually say is that you're probably not the first person to get fish. So take the search subject of that email, put it in quotes, put it in Google and put phishing on the back of that and you'll see other people getting that email and that should cue you in. Another thing is never click on any link, right? You've got your normal channels of going to your bank or going to, you know, your whatever organization. Use that channel. Use the official channels instead of clicking on a link or responding to that email. So as far as SMEs and their ability to spot, now we're talking ransomware here. This is a much more sophisticated type of attack. You've got to adopt a much bigger sense of uh, security awareness. I started the conversation by saying that a lot of them think that they're not targets. And I'm saying that you are, and so now you need to pay attention. The Hong Kong CERT, the organization that, that really tries to help Hong Kong be more secure, they've got a seven steps of what small, medium enterprises should do to better secure their environment. And they even have a self-assessment tool to be able to assess how good you are from a security perspective. So I, I highly recommend that the listeners leverage that resource. It's, it's a great resource. Do you have any practical advice you can offer to SMEs to help protect themselves from being taken in by one of these attacks? What can they do no, absolutely. I, I think, you know, I mean, I actually come from a family of SMEs, you know, and cybersecurity and even IT is not their core business, right? They want to focus on whatever they're doing and they have to be good at it. I think that the, the logical choice is to partner. 
partner with a managed service provider that's really good at security monitoring in the SME field that you're in. And if you have a strong dependence on technology, then you need to sort of ration your cybersecurity budget accordingly. Because again, these ransomware attacks could even be existential for you. You can't deliver your goods, you're locked down for weeks. It's, it's a major issue. So you need to invest accordingly and partner with companies that are experts that can provide you with that service, that can retain and hire that level of talent and then charge you on a you know, subscription basis for the use of that service. So yeah, definitely uh, take a partnering strategy unless you do want to build a cybersecurity team, which by all means, you know, do that too. And have you got any advice if you end up in that unfortunate situation where you have been targeted yeah. and all of your systems have now locked up and like you say, business has come to a screeching yeah. halt. What do you do? Okay, so you call in the Ghostbusters, right? I mean, basically, this is a time for experts. So that Unit 42 organization uh, that I, I spoke about earlier, we do that for companies. So what happens is that when a company gets tied up in a ransomware situation, the, the experts have to come in for, for many, many reasons. One is to identify who the ransomware folks are, you know, what organization, what they, the tool set that they use, whether there's a decryption key already out there and you don't have to pay a ransom, which in some cases are, are that, and how they negotiate. Because, you know, we probably have negotiated with a lot of different folks. And on top of that, where are you going to get Bitcoin? Well, maybe some folks have them, but most companies don't you know, have Bitcoin layering around, right? So there's, there's all these. But, but, the, but the key thing is that just because you pay a ransom, right, doesn't mean you actually get to decrypt your data. Much like the real world ransom issue, you've got to ask for proof of life. You know, you've got to say, okay, can you give me something to prove to me that you can actually decrypt my data? Because you're not going to pay money before any of these things happen, right? And so there's a whole art and craft to it that requires special knowledge. And on top of that, after you pay the ransom, how sure are you that the hackers will leave your systems? How sure are you that you don't have a backdoor back into the system for them to encrypt you a few months down the line, right? You don't. And so you need to make sure you get an expert in to assess and ensure that you get your data back, that you get your business back up and running. Um, I, I would say that that would be, you know, my advice. En engage an expert that knows and can partner with law enforcement, etc., which probably might have to happen outside of Hong Kong because these guys are not probably operating out of Hong Kong. So, I, I think that's a very important point you're making there, yeah. that th th this, these kind of things are happening across borders and you don't know where that attack could be coming from. Thank you so much, uh, Ian Lim, Field Chief Security Officer, Asia Pacific for Palo Alto Networks, for, for your advice in these, uh, well, difficult times. Uh. Absolutely. It's my pleasure.